If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great, I ain't in hard top. It's Kev Lewin's decent to sandbox. Since the Sandbox fans, what is going on? Welcome back to another episode, another breakdown of our schedule predictions. Guys, before we get into the episode, we have a lot that's coming out recently, so we really want to make sure you guys have all had the chance to go and see that. Make sure you go and check out our Would You Rather episode with the Scarpa Triplets. Guys, that episode was awesome. It's a Since the Sandbox classic. Go and check that out now. And we just finished our entire AFC schedule prediction, so you guys can go in here. The South, the East, the North, and the West schedule breakdowns right now. Today we're covering the NFC East, my division, because of my New York Giants. And guys, this episode is going to be a good one. These schedule predictions are getting really tricky just trying to predict what these teams are going to look like for the season without even getting to see them play to this point. Along with our Would You Rather and Schedule Prediction episodes, we also have our NFL teams with the most approved. And just really quickly, guys, we have to share that we are going to be in another award show. So make sure you guys start voting for Since the Sandbox and Steve Toro as your favorite podcast host, your most influential The Giants are going to get us started. And guys, I do not have them having a winning season this year, but I do think this year a lot of positive things can happen for the New York Giants under Brian Dable and a lot of those guys that that are returning. Before I give you guys my Giants breakdown, I need everybody to go to sensesandbox.net, Apple or Spotify, and go and leave a five-star review and tell us why Since the Sandbox is your favorite podcast. The Giants get the season started off with the loss at Tennessee. I think that's a really tough first game. And I don't think Tennessee will be as strong as they were last year. But I do still think that this is a team that's going to compete in that AFC South and really give the Colts a run for their money in that division. The Giants come around in week two and they beat a not so strong Panthers team. Guys, I think, you know, the Panthers are going to be, you know, a team that's going to be in the midst of a rebuild after this next season. You know, even if they do go and get Baker Mayfield, Sam Donald, they still don't have an answer at the quarterback position. And, you know, their roster, their team really isn't that bad. So that's kind of a a sad scenario. But I think Matt Rule is definitely on his way out. Week three, I had the Giants losing to the Cowboys on Monday Night Football. Guys, the Cowboys will probably have another decent season, but I think that they'll still continue to struggle when it comes to beating playoff teams and teams that usually have an above 500 record. Week four comes around, and I have the Giants getting a win versus the Bears. Guys, I don't think the Bears are going to be a strong team once again this year. I do think Matt Eberflew could do some positive things for that team, rebuild that defense a little bit, but I'm not too sold on the offensive direction. I do like Justin Fields. I talked about him being one of my better quarterbacks coming out of that draft class, and I just feel like they haven't really done enough to support him, and I don't have confidence in that offensive line, the depth that they have, or that wide receiver room. I know Darnell Mooney can make some plays, but they just have to make sure that they have playmakers across the ball. Week 5 comes around, and this is a home game for the Giants, but it's overseas in London, so not really a home game for either team, but I do think this is going to be an extremely tough game. The Giants are going to be going against the Packers, and I do think they'll give them a game for some of it, but I do think Green Bay will end up pulling away, so I have that as a loss for the Giants. Through the first five weeks, I have the Giants being 2-3 and to start the year. 
Week six, seven, and eight are the three weeks that the Giants have before the bye week. Week six, I had them getting a loss to the Ravens. Week seven, I had them getting a win versus the Jaguars. And then week eight, I had them getting a tough loss to the Seattle Seahawks. And I don't think Seattle is going to be a team that's going to be, you know, one of the top in the NFC as they've been talked about just in recent history with Russell Wilson there. But I do think that they'll still be, you know, a very tough team to play. And I think Pete Carroll is a decent coach, so he'll definitely be in some games. The Giants have the bye week in week nine, and following that, they have two really easy games versus the Texans and versus the Lions, and I don't think these are guaranteed wins for the Giants either. Now, look, this is about the same category that the Giants are in with the Texans and the Lions, but compared to those rosters, I do feel like the Giants are a little bit more talented, and, you know, we might have a little bit more veteran experience than those teams, and I feel like that'll help in games like that. Week 12, the Giants play the Cowboys in Thursday Night Football. This is going to be Thanksgiving Day and I'm very excited that they're going to be playing on Thanksgiving. I haven't seen the Giants play ever on Thanksgiving since I've been a fan. I've always watched, you know, the Cowboys, the Redskins, the Lions, or I should say the Commanders now instead of the Redskins. But that's, you know, the Thanksgiving tradition along with the Bears and um it's good to see, you know, a bunch of different matchups. We have the Patriots and Vikings also on Thanksgiving, so these matchups are really exciting. Week 13, after the Giants lose on Thursday night football Thanksgiving to the Cowboys, I have them getting a win versus the Commanders in Week 13. Week 14, the Giants are also going to beat the Eagles in an extremely tough game because I have the Eagles having a really good season this year, and they made a lot of moves in the offseason. They went and got A.J. Brown. They got some defensive studs. And, you know, I feel like, you know, this is going to be one of the teams that's talked about to win the NFC East. But I do feel like the Giants can give them a game. We have to remember it's a division opponent so those games are always a lot harder to to you know really get a win and I do feel like the Giants can pull that off but after that win versus the Eagles in week 14 I have the Giants losing the last four games of the season so losing to the Commanders to the Vikings to the Colts and the Eagles so I feel like that's fair with this record this would have the Giants at 7-10. and 10. I do feel like that might be a little bit generous. You know, the Giants might be around 6 or 5 wins this season, potentially. But, you know, who knows? Maybe Brian Dable can have Danny Dimes, you know, really reinvent himself and, and become the best version, that number 6 overall pick that the Giants selected him to be. So, New York Giants here, 7-10. and 10. It's not the worst record in the division, but it's definitely not the best. Okay, the next team up in the NFC East is going to be the Washington Commanders. I'm still getting used to saying that. I don't know if it'll ever flow off the tongue properly, but I do have Washington getting a loss week one to the Jaguars. Feel like this is a game the Jaguars can really, you know, set the tone for their season. And I feel like there's a lot of question marks and moving pieces going around with Washington. And I know they have, you know, some great skill players, Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson, and that defense. We've talked about that defense for a couple years now, but you know, the organization's just a mess and We talked about this in our Would You Rather episode with the Commanders and the Jets and the direction that they're going. So if you guys haven't heard that yet, make sure you go and check that out. But, you know, I do feel like this is going to be a tough season for the Commanders, and I do not think that Carson Wentz is the answer. After losing Week 1 to the Jaguars, I have them getting a win Week 2 versus the Lions, and I do feel like the Lions can put together some positive things this year. I don't think they'll be the worst team in their division in that NFC North, but I do feel like, you know, they'll still struggle versus some of the top teams in the NFL this year. After the Commanders win to the Lions in Week 2, I had them losing three straight games, losing versus the Eagles 
at the Cowboys in versus Tennessee. Those are really tough games, two of those being division opponents, and the Eagles and Cowboys, just plain and simple, have better roster than the Washington Commanders do. After the loss to Tennessee in Week 5, I have the Commanders getting a big win on Thursday night football, traveling to Chicago. I think Chicago, the Bears, will be a team that Washington will be able to handle. But after that, I have the Commanders going on another losing streak, losing to the Packers, the Colts, the Vikings, and the Eagles on Monday Night Football. Through the first 10 weeks of the season, this only has the Washington Commanders with two wins and eight losses, with the bye week still approaching, but it's going to be a really tough second half of the season for the Washington Commanders. After the tough first 10 weeks, I have the Commanders catching a little bit of a stride here in weeks 11 and 12. I have them getting a win at the Texans and a win versus the Falcons, and then week 13 comes around and I have them losing at the Giants. So that has them 2-1 and one going into the bye week after week 10. And this has them at about a total of 4 wins on the season going into week 15. Week 15 comes around before the bye week. The Commanders had the Giants and they lost. After the bye week, they versed the Giants once again. And they get that W, get back on track. But after that win to the Giants, I do not have the Commanders getting another win the rest of the season. Losing to the 49ers versus the Browns and the Cowboys. But, guys, the more I talk about my schedule predictions, the more it seems Deshaun Watson is going to be suspended for a significant period of time. So that can significantly change the Browns' season. And if that does happen, you guys will hear me update the Browns' schedule. This concludes the Washington Commanders' season with the 5-12 and record. Guys, I gave you guys the Giants and the Commanders. Guys, before I get into the rest of the NFC East, I still have to go over the Cowboys and the Eagles schedule predictions. I need you guys to go over to our Instagram, at Since the Sandbox and Salsa Follow. We're about to be at 2,000 followers, so let's help get to that mark. Let's share the profile a little bit and help get some exposure. And then also, guys, go over to our YouTube channel, like, follow, subscribe, and check out all of our content on YouTube. Most of our podcasts are also YouTube episodes. All right, guys, two teams left. We have the Cowboys and the Eagles here. We're going to get started with the Cowboys. In week one, they have a very tough first game. The version of the Bucks on Sunday Night Football. And guys, Tom Brady retired and he came back. So you know that he means business. He's hungry. The Cowboys are going to get a loss week one. Week 2, a very tough game for the Cowboys. I have them versing the Bengals, and I do actually have this being a win for the Cowboys. The Bengals are still going to have a very positive and successful season, but I do think the Cowboys can sneak away with this win being one of the better wins of their season. Too bad it's only Week 2. Week 3 comes around, and I have the Giants getting a surprise win over the Cowboys on Monday Night Football. And I just think, you know, the Giants and the Cowboys have been playing, you know, close games for quite a little bit now. And, you know, with a little bit of a culture, change and not not having too much faith in Mike McCarthy I do feel like the Giants can pull this off would it be in a prime time game we'll see what happens week four comes around I have the the Cowboys playing the Commanders I do have that being a win after the Giants beat the Cowboys in week three I have the Cowboys beating the Commanders in week four but that is followed by a road game at the Rams and I do have that being a loss for Dallas. I just think, you know, the Rams are going to be a powerhouse and they're not going to lose too many games this year. They're revamped, they're reloaded, and they're still a Super Bowl contender with one of the best coaches in the NFL, one of the best defensive players in NFL history in Aaron Donald. 
And, you know, I, I just feel like they're still going to be hungry since they got a lot of the boys back. After the loss to the Rams in week five, I have the Cowboys going on a three-game win streak to take them into the bye. I have them getting a big win Sunday night football, traveling to the Eagles, and then two home games versus the Lions versus the Bears. I have those both being wins. Week nine comes around, and that's the bye week for the Dallas Cowboys. At the bye week, I have the Dallas Cowboys being five and three. That's a pretty solid record through the first nine weeks. After the bye week, though, I do have the Cowboys coming off and having a little bit of a skid, losing at the Packers and at the Vikings. I do think the Packers game is going to be a little bit tough. I think that Vikings game will be a little bit more winnable. But after those two losses, I have the Cowboys going on a big win streak. I have them starting off their win streak. Week 12 versus the Giants, Thursday Night Football. That is the Thanksgiving game, and I do have the Cowboys on top. After Thursday Night Football and Thanksgiving... The Cowboys play the Colts on Sunday Night Football in Jerry's World. That's also going to be a win. This is going to be a five-game win streak, and the Cowboys will continue their wins versus the Texans, the Jaguars, and the Eagles again. So I think the Cowboys sweeping the Eagles will be absolutely huge for the division, the NFC East. But we'll see what happens. The Eagles are going to be a very competitive team this year. And who knows, maybe the Giants or the Commanders can make a surprise. The last two weeks of the season, I have the Cowboys getting a loss to the Titans on Thursday Night Football. And finishing the season with the win at the Commanders. This has the Cowboys finish with an 11-6 record. Building on the success that they had last year, but I do still think your Dallas Cowboys will continue to struggle in the playoffs. Guys, we have one team left in the NFC East, and that is going to be the Philly Eagles, and they had a very exciting offseason. 2020 was a good offseason to be an Eagles fan, and I actually had the Eagles starting off the season pretty hot. I had them getting four wins in a row at the Lions versus the Vikings on Monday Night Football at the Commanders, and versus the Jaguars. Their first loss of the season comes to the Cardinals, traveling to Arizona in Week 5. I'm not sure what the Cardinals are going to be like at this point. You know, we saw the Cardinals go 8-0 and last year, and then we also saw them drop five games in a row at the end. And that was really interesting to see the way that that worked out. Was that, you know, injuries? Was that, you know, fatigue? Was that coaching? All of that are definitely factors to all of those losses. After the loss of the Cardinals in Week 5, I also have the Eagles losing in Week 6 on Sunday Night Football to the Cowboys. That has the Eagles at 4-2 and two going into the bye week at Week 7. After the bye, the Eagles have a very tough game versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. I do have that being a loss. But after that loss in Week 8, I have them picking up their win streak once again with two wins in primetime, a win at the Texans on Thursday Night Football, a win versus the Commanders on Monday Night Football, and then a third win versus a very huge team, the Colts. Traveling to the Colts and getting a win for the Eagles would be great for them at Week 11. After that big win versus the Colts, I have the Eagles dropping three straight, dropping a game versus the Packers on Sunday Night Football, versus the Titans at home, and then losing at the Giants. Through the last four weeks of the season, I have the Eagles finishing strong with a 3-1 record. I have them winning Week 15 at the Bears, losing Week 16 at the Cowboys, and winning Week 17-18 and 18 versus the Saints and the Giants. This has the Eagles with a 10-7 record, one game under the Dallas Cowboys, but I also had the Dallas Cowboys sweeping the Eagles. If the Cowboys can't pull off the sweep, then maybe the Eagles can get the division. So, to run down the NFC East one more time, 
I have the Washington Commanders with the 5-12 and 12 record. I have the New York Giants with a 7-10 and 10 record. I have the Philly Eagles with a 10-7 and 7 record. And the Dallas Cowboys with an 11-6 and 6 record. Guys, these are my NFC East schedule predictions. Next up, you guys will hear the NFC South, so make sure you guys are staying tuned and checking out the rest of the schedule predictions. While you're at it, go and listen to our Meet the People episode with the Beyond Podcast, our Would You Rather episode, and stay tuned for our NFL teams with the most approved. Go and vote for Since the Sandbox for the Podcast Awards, Best Sports Show, along with Steve Toro as your favorite podcast host and biggest influence. Peace out, guys. Five stars on SinceTheSandbox.net, Apple, and Spotify.